This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello. What a day. Welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where we're counting down the days until the horrific World Cup, mainly because FPL will be over for a whole month. Two monumental things happened this week. Firstly... Two things that nobody predicted. <laughs> well, one of them was slightly more predictable. Oh, yes, I see what you mean. Long range. Yes. Yes. I am now in my 40s. But more importantly, for the first time in CPFPL history, I took the lead. It is now Matt Ford 7, John Richardson 6, and Rico is definitely on the ropes. John, I have mm-hmm. to say, um, I scored 60 this week and was delighted. Mm-hmm. You scored 42. Not mm-hmm. only am I ahead of you uh, on a week-by-week basis, but I'm narrowing in the league. I'm just uh, breathing down your neck now. How does it feel? Uh, I'm all right with it. I'm, I'm very pleased for you. Um, obviously, you know these things are monumental when they when they happen. But after uh, a season and a half uh, in the driving seat, it, it's it's a bit like when birds form that V formation. You know, I've taken the lead for a long time. I've very much guided us across the Arctic wastelands, down over the ocean, and and I'm pleased to hand on now for you to cruise us down into the nesting site. See, the thing is, you're making it sound like it's a team effort, but obviously when you were winning, you never saw it like that. If I had have described it as a V formation, you're going, yeah, I'm flicking you the V because you're losing, you prick. But now I you're trying understand. to make it, oh, yes, yeah, side by side, shoulder to shoulder, great allies, the special relationship. It's nothing of the sort. This is a deep-seated blood rivalry. I and for the first to, time, you're losing. I have to admit, not not to uh, not to claim not to be taking too much notice, but I don't understand how I lost by so much this week. What's happened here, then? Because your crap... Your was sent off, so that was minus two for you. You had Jack Harrison, who was hooked at half-time after a dreadful performance mm-hmm. uh, against Bournemouth. Uh, you've got your, your Newcastle, of course. You have got your blood money there holding up things. Your captain, De Bruyne, did you do yes. that? Yes, because that was the move. I got rid of Haaland. I brought in Kane. Kane yielded eight. I vice-captained him, but I moved the captain's armband to De Bruyne, and that got me 14. That mm-hmm. move... That was the crux of the crushing of Richardson. It was that mm-hmm. expertise, that judgment that really delivered the crushing final blow. I can't believe I'm ahead. I mean, we're doing this one. Ah, that's the mistake I made. I took Mo Salah out to put De Bruyne back in. Yeah. And of course, Mo Salah scored 15 points and Kevin De Bruyne seven. Yes, and uh, you didn't that- captain him. You captained Haaland. I did Captain Haaland because I thought he's either not going to play at all or he's going to come off the bench and score, which he did. So I, I don't entirely regret that decision. Um, I wouldn't say that's where the game was won or lost. I've had a bad team for weeks now. Skamaka, I just can't afford to get rid of it. And the whole <laughs> three Leeds players thing is killing me. De Silva for Brentford, that's an awful signing. Gomez for Liverpool, that's awful. Eric Dyer's not really far from a point monster. So it's a bad team. We need to get to the World Cup and regroup. That's what we need to do. We need to have a look at it. You know, get a new man in. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not talking at all out my 
personal club, of course. I'm talking about um, my FPL team. We need to get mm-hmm. to the World Cup, regroup, make some new signings, spend some money in January, bring in a left back, bring in a striker. Who does that remind you of? Well, we need to not spend money in January. We need to just figure out who the best ones are the ones we've already spent a lot of money on are. But you're but going to, John... aren't you? Aren't you? Didn't you tell well, me there was a... Really. Didn't you describe it as a whopping war chest? Oh, a hundred million war chests ready to go. Um, Set but some obviously, of it up the M1, mate. The three Leeds players. I, I've got three Forest players. That doesn't really help me either. I just have to bench them all the time. Um, Do you know, and, and I'm not... That's I, 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 not why I lost this week, because I lost by 18 points. Weeks ago, I went to put Almiron in, and I heard your whining little voice saying, you only got Almiron because I've got Almiron. So I didn't dream in, partly because it's boring if we both have the same team. We've both got Harrison, we've both got Madison, we've both got Jesus, we've both got De Bruyne, we've both got Trippier. It does get tedious if we have the same team, and and I'm not going to say Almiron has bought you the month, but he is the outstanding FPL player at the moment. Captaining um, De Bruyne was the crucial move. It was that expertise, that judgment. That's it's what annoying it. to know that if I'd kept Mo Salah and mm. captained him, that would have got me 30 points. That That is frustrating for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, and of course, let's get on to the stat back and talk about the two Leeds players I could have had, one of whom I actually have had in the team. I had him at the start of the season. Um, I took him out and that has punished me. Should we do the stat pack? It's not the rat pack. It's not the rat pack. It's for the stat pack. And the two Leeds players, John, that you correctly identify were Somerville, who yielded Ooh. 13 points in midfield, and Greenwood with nine points up front. Um, other highlights, of course, Salah. <laughs> oh, you didn't have him. Lalana doing well. Um, Lalana. What's, what's his name? It's Lalana. I just told him, told you my name. Lalana. Stop asking my name. Man, I've been around years. Do you think that's what he does when people sing it to him? Uh, no. No, he's probably a bit nicer than that. He looks um, like one of the nicer boys. I always thought that. Do you know what I always thought? Him and Wilshire came through at a similar time. I thought Lalana just seemed a bit um, more grounded. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, um, they're nice lads. They are. Uh, Gabriel at the back for Arsenal, 15 points. Trips, we all love trips. Can 12 you do points. Can all of them? Can you do a Peter Gabriel number? Oh, yeah. Um, what's my favourite Peter Gabriel? Oh, that one, what's it? Um, big time, I'm on my way, I'm making it big time. So much larger than life. All right. And then Trippier, I guess, is day tripper, innit? Yeah. He was day tripper. Trippier. One-way ticket, yeah. It's dying, isn't it? Dinya. Dinya. What's that song? Um, Didn't I tell you? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where's you that know in? what I mean. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Is that what you're going for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right. All my people right here, right here. Okay. Lalana, we've done Who's that. Somerville. Goal? Jimmy Somerville. I feel thunder in my heart. Um, Ramsey. Drawing a blank with old Ramsey there. Ramsey Street, name? I guess. Oh, yeah. Go Everybody on. needs neighbours. You can find the perfect blend. Wow, neighbor. I mean, you don't need to do the whole song for each of them, I think. Just just for our listeners, really. Okay. Uh, Mo Salah. Um, Mo Money, Mo Problems, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mo Salah, Mo Problems. Oh, they want from me. It's like the more money we come across, the more problems we say. Oh, no, I didn't like that at all. 
I could picture you sort of cupping your bosoms when you did that. Good luck with uh, the next one. Tavernia. Yeah. God. Tav? Yeah. Um, Tavernia. I'll give you a clue. His first name is James. Does that help you? Oh, sit down, oh, sit down, oh, sit down, sit down next to my oh. Can I help you out with the next one? Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Um, I know where I'd be going with Greenwood. it. Greenwood. Like Inglewood. I'd be going. You're Greenwood floating down the left wing, crossing in for Bamford. Bam- oh, it's going over the Bamford. Bamford. I mean, I'm not implying at all that he's hollow and of no use. He had a wonderful game, changed the game at halftime. Lovely work. Improv. Improv. And then Alvarez. 90s pop-based improv. Ooh, it's like Buzzcocks, but 30 years too late. Yeah. Alvarez. Yeah. God, where do I go with that? Mm, don't like it. Let me just run it through the system. Just, just Julian Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Julian Lennon. Um, we are. <laughs> it's nice to hear the thought process. Rolled into one. And when I think about the hole in the sky, so water fills my Never has the line, it's not the Brat Pack, been more appropriate. It's not the Rat Pack, it's not the Brat Pack. Um, it was a musical based stat pack. It was. Um, so, yes, John, both of us now in our 40s, yes, both old men. Dead. I'm not on TikTok. I'm on Twitter because I'm in my 40s. Oh, yeah, because you, <laughs> you love Elon Musk yeah, and you love right-wing voices being given a vehicle. Yeah, even Stephen Fry's left, mate. Only the rats are left. You're still there, aren't you? Yeah, I'm still there, mate. Are you, uh, have you noticed that I've, noticed that I've lost about 2,000 followers in the last week? Um, I've lost about 300. Mm. But I just presume that was to do with my output. Yeah, it's difficult to tell, isn't it? It's difficult to yeah. tell. I, I always thought that when people tweet like, guys, has anyone else noticed your followers going down? Like, no, I wouldn't publicise that. Guys, has anyone else started getting a tax rebate because they're earning no money and they haven't got any work? Uh, anyone else continue getting slapped in the face in the street? Yeah. Anyone else getting <laughs> punched outside their gigs? It's a bloody algorithm. Girl getting spat at. It must be Elon Musk's fault. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wondered if I'd have a kind of uh, existential moment, but I didn't. It's odd seeing it written down, 4-0. You go, oh, God. Yeah. I remember my mum turning 40. I remember my dad turning 40. I, I just feel too immature. I don't know if you feel like that. I'm like, I can't be 40. I can't. In a way, it's like I shouldn't be allowed to be 40, if you know what I mean. Yeah, what, you should have died. Not, not with this brain. I've got the brain of a child. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're going to die well, with idiot. that brain. You're going to be saying this at 50, 60, and 70. You're going to be a nursing home still laughing at fart jokes. 100%. 100%. Oh, I hope I don't end up in a nursing home. I mean, at I mean, that by... point, to be honest, you, you, you're you going to have a lot of material. You just sit there shitting yourself and laughing so hard that you then shit yourself <laughs> again. It's be an endless cycle of cack and cackling laughter. Oh, lovely. Lovely wordplay. Cack and cackling. Would that be a good tour title? Maybe for you, <laughs> maybe not for me. I think you could get away with that, cack and cackling. Yeah. There was a scatological comedian out there. Cackled himself. <laughs> In whole, they call it um, cockling over when you turn your ankle. It's one of the unique words nice. that Lucy uses. I cockled over. Oh, that's very sweet. Mm. And they call it, you know, when you pull something on wheels, like a suitcase yeah. or a Henry Hoover. Yeah. They call it booling. Oh. I booled it down the street. 
So it's almost like the traditional French. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Hull, isn't it? When they nail it, they really nail it. But when they don't, they're so wide of the mark. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Hull for you. Yeah, slam. Suck on that, Hull. Funny old place. I'll get you trending Um, on uh, Twitter. I know, crikey. I'm a big fan of Hull, as you know. Are you going to join, what's it called? Where's everyone going? Mono Summer. Mastodon. Mastodon. You going to Mastodon? Should we be moving the FPL socials to Mastodon? You can join us on Mastodon. Yeah, maybe. It just makes me start think of the start of the uh, Power Rangers. Mastodon, pterodactyl. <laughs> Save a two tiger. Mastodon. I didn't even know what a Mastodon was until um, until um, Power Rangers. No, well, that's the great educative power of um, you know children's television. I was the same with w- Diplodocai and Denver. Diplodocai. Yeah, I don't know. I, I doubt it is. You're probably right, John. You're a clever lad. Ah, uh, but that's one that thick people use to seem clever, isn't it? Oh yes, the yes, the sort of right. So that's the, the Latin plurals, line, isn't it? I'm a big fan of Lexi. <laughs> um, um, it's just diplodocuses. Of course, it is. Yeah, not a, I mean, it, it's a problem. It's a problem, really, that's not been relevant on this planet for about sixty-five million years. Yeah, and I would argue it wasn't relevant then because I don't think they refer to themselves as diplodocus. Sis. And human beings weren't around, so there was no Latin language. The singular was probably, yeah! and the plural was, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> little uh, sneaky peek at this this uh, this afternoon's animal weapon location. There, oh, is there one? I don't know. There might be. Yeah, there will be. If there isn't one, I'll make it up, and it'll feature the uh, pterodactyl. A tantalising throw forward. I did do something this week that mm-hmm. made me think. Oh, maybe I am in my forties now. On the way back from a uh, an event last night, I, I listened to Enya in the car, and I thought, "Ooh!" But then I thought, "You know what? I was listening to Enya yeah. when I was eleven, so no." I've, but I, I sort of I went sort the other way out, with it. You know I, I sort mean. of, I, if anything, I heard like a clicking into place when I turned forty. Like all my behaviours. I mean, it's bad news for my comedy because I've largely traded on the whole. Oh, he, he talks like an old man, but he's actually a young man now. I'm just an old. Oh yeah, he talks about like cardigans and tidying up and not having a lot on but you know he's a sad old bastard so that'll be that yeah but 40 is not old is it it's not no it's not old it's very much the new 30 um i don't know if you have this sometimes i look in the mirror i think oh looking slim are they uh are they cheekbones there old friend and other times i catch myself i think you fat faced <laughs> fucker. you like you got a face made of awful you're just a bag of fat with a couple of eyes poked on the front of it like a mr potato head made of just gizzards and awful just like how many cheek you know you sort of turn to the side and you catch yourself you're like i've got like five wrinkles on the side of my face yeah do you know what it is with me it's actually the opposite of what you think so people say like oh exercise shifts your mentality and if you if you live healthily you start looking at yourself a bit better i find exactly the opposite but if i start exercising then when i look in the mirror i expect to see a ripped goddess um, goddess. No, goddess. <laughs> what have you done to yourself? I went to say God, and it didn't feel a long enough word. It feels weird to say a God, a ripped God. Um, sort of sounds like I've got sort of daddy issues. Well, choose a God. You could say four. Yeah. Yeah, I expect God-like to see figure. pectorals and like a chiselled jaw. And the reality is. 20 minutes on a treadmill is not going to overturn years of abuse of your body. So I look in the mirror and I think, that was a waste of time. You're still a fat prick. 
But actually, if I've been a real mess and I've been eating shit and drinking, I expect to look in the mirror and see Jabba the Hutt. So as soon as I see eyes and a sort of a sense of her nose, I think, actually, you've got away with that. You look all right. A um, couple of uh, occurrences of our football clubs in the news this week. Um, I yes. I if you've seen that. Well, I, I mean, firstly, let's just deal with Leeds against Bournemouth because... Thank you. My God, what a comeback. It's just mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, and it's Did you go? Were you there? I did not go, no. I was working. I'm sort of out now until, oddly, my tour stops uh, in December. I was hoping to make it to a few games, but of course, football stops too, so we can all go to a World Cup that even Set Blatter admits was a mistake. Um, absolutely horrific. I, do you know, I'm thinking now, I don't think I'm going to watch the World Cup, but we'll probably come up to that later. Well, you know what I think? I think it's fine to watch it on telly. Because I was tempted, obviously, we had that amazing summer when we went to mm. all the England Didn't games at Wembley. You and, and I, hand in hand, skipping through the park. Oh, that's kind of how I remember it, you know. It is. It does feel like that. Real, real happiness. And um, that... So then, obviously, and I'd been to Euro 2016, so I'm like, I've got in the habit now of going to watch England at these tournaments. And I'm part of the Travel Supporters Club, so I'm getting the emails about the tickets, and I am denied about it. I just thought, I really, without sounding like John Richardson, I cannot morally justify going to this tournament. Really no. can't. And I hate sport watching. It drives me mad that the thing that we love... That, that for so many reasons, such a big part of our identity gets used to launder the reputation. It was bad enough giving it to Putin. In fact, that was inexcusable. He'd already well, invaded Ukraine by 2018. That is a great problem, isn't it? With all these mad. people, with Gary Neville saying, you know, I think actually what you want to do is go out there and then say, you know, perhaps it's all right to be gay in 2022. Well, it didn't work. We gave Russia the Olympics and the World Cup. And all it does is make them think, well, we don't need to change because we get all the stuff we want anyway. Yeah. And that's all you're doing here. Why would they change? They'd change if you didn't give them the World Cup. If you said, oh, by the way, you'd have a globally significant event happening in your country if you could just bring it forward a little bit in your thinking. But we don't do that. We give them it anyway. So I don't know. At the moment, I don't think I, I'm going to watch it even on I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I've got to. I just love England so much. I can't not watch can't not watch it. I just think it'd be sad watching them out there with their little rainbow armband, pretending that that's all right. I mean, don't come if you're gay, and certainly don't be yourself. If you do come, don't express the the views you hold in your heart. But here you go. I've got a little rainbow on my armband, so that's all right, isn't it? But obviously, I think the fans should boycott it, but I don't think players, you know, the one chance they might have to win a World Cup, they shouldn't be penalised. You know, I don't don't think the players should pay the penalty for, for FIFA's corruption. I think there should have been a movement before it got to the players. But um, anyway, we were talking about Leeds United. Talking we? about did Leeds. You see the, um, did you see the uh, Apple Watch picture that went viral on the internet? Sound levels in Ellen Road hit 95 decibels. Ten oh. minutes at this level can cause temporary hearing loss. I did see that. I mean, that's really cool. Um, but how do you feel about that, John? Because you're a stickler for the rules. I mean, you, would you have been there going, everyone just be quiet? You're going to cause think- temporary hearing loss? It, it would have been right at that point to evacuate the stadium slightly. Um, you know, just five minutes, calm everyone down, spread out a bit. You know, we never had these problems in League One. You know, you had plenty of room. There was nothing to celebrate. You know, you've got to... Sir's you've got talking. To I bet you were one of them, weren't you? Fingers on lips. Shh. Sir's yeah. talking. Arms folded, fingers on lips. Some of us um, are here to learn. Do you know what I wouldn't do? I, I, would, I would let the wrongdoers be penalised. I would just sit quietly. I'd make sure I was the one that it was noted he's behaving to the point where we got a class detention once 
from a teacher known as Ditman Davis because he used to give so many detentions out. Um, Ditman? Ditman, detention, dits. Oh, dits. Detention. Detention. But it's detention, isn't it? If you don't say detention. Sir, I got a detention. You say I've got a detention. Dit. Okay, dit, okay. Yeah, and these were the brightest brains in I the area, right? I know you're right? sort of, you from the middle, so you sort of pride yourself on the absence of an accent. God, detention, dog. handle it. We got a class detention, uh, and we all sat down, and within about a minute, Mr. Davis said, Richardson may leave, um, and I stood up and walked out. But did no one else go, swat? Uh, maybe inside, but, uh, you know, that's not the time in a detention. Sure, I got a licking afterwards. Um, you know, that, that sort of thing held me back. And of course, in a film, I'd have said, you know what, sir? Actually, I'm going to stay with my friends because if you punish one of us, you punish all of us. F*** that. I was straight out of there. You guys have just listened and done your homework in time. You'd be going home now. Um, I obviously had nothing to do when I got home, but uh, I'm a good boy. Um, can, I, can I just blow my nose, John? Yeah, you can, yeah. Do you know what? I was almost going to sort of hock it back. And Let's play a game as well. When you come back, I'm going to tell you who can sod off this week. <laughs> Okay, John, who can sod off this week? Gabby Agbon Lahore can sod off. Why? He said that Leeds United players were celebrating too much having come back from 3-1 down to win 4-3 at home in a bottom-of-the-table clash. The only thing I was disappointed with was how Leeds were celebrating. They've celebrated like they won the Champions League. But it's massive winning a game. I mean, of course it is. And what's the point in winning at football no. if you don't celebrate? No. What do you want him to do? Just walk off looking disappointed? But you know what as well? He's the sort of guy, and I do like him actually, but I think the danger is with the pundits is sometimes, had you not celebrated, you'd get pundits going, where's the passion? You know, yeah. they've won 4 3. It doesn't mean anything to this club. Why are you in the Premier League? Where's the passion? You're like, oh, this is just. Stop winding me up, man. We've won. Be nice. Just yeah. say, I'm really pleased for him. Good on ya. What do you make of the passion of the Nottingham Forest groundsman accused of injuring Brentford's goalkeeping coach? Oh, what a load of old tripe. You know, you cannot play football unless the pitch is ready. And Nottingham Forest grounds staff are amongst the best in the league, and they're just trying to do their job. This idea that he injured someone. You watch the clip, you're like, it's just so weird. Do you know what, the, the sort of, the, the Brentford people who took exception, you're like, oh, you're the sort of bloke who's in a pub going, you're looking at my pint. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm just trying to sort the pitch out, mate. It's my job to make sure that this is a surface that you can do your job on. They're the sort of people who are rude to service staff. Basically, the Brentford players were like the James Corden of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And the poor old groundsman's there going, I'm just trying to bring you some grass for you to play football. Trying to bring you an omelette. Is that what it was? That was an omelette, yeah. It was a, an egg yolk omelette, I believe his partner has an allergy to egg white and uh, detected a bit of egg white in the omelette. The omelette was returned. What did you make of it? Because I know, I know you like to be anti-forest to wind me up. Uh, I haven't seen the video. Uh, I obviously enjoy the controversy. Um, but when you read the sentence... The Brentford boss claims to have evidence of coach Manu Salato having a mark on his torso. You just think, <laughs> that's clutching at straws, isn't it? It's not like he's got an eight-inch gash or he's like yeah. he's had 12 stitches. You can see on the video, look, there's a little red mark. It's what my daughter makes me do because obviously she's at an age where she loves having like an injury. She wants plasters. Mm. It's very exciting to have a cut on the plaster. So sometimes she'll tell me something is bleeding, even though I can clearly see it isn't. Um, 
And it, it reminds me of that. She's like, no, you can. You can see it. Look, it's a red mark. And I'm like, okay, fine. You can have a, you can have a frozen plaster on it if you want. That, that's what it looks like. Um, but obviously, um, you know, putting aside my personal view, as, as a friend and rival of yours, I would push the FA to really come down hard on what is violent behaviour, toxic masculinity, Nottingham Forest once again thinking they can play by their own rule book. And I think probably it's uh, it's a points deduction. And the penalty, the penalty that was given against us, I thought was very, I felt so sorry for Dean Henderson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the footage of it. I haven't seen it. Do you know what? I don't watch match of the day anymore. I watch the Leeds result. Obviously, I watched the last two Leeds games, which I haven't been able to for a long time. But I, I just don't give a shit about any other club. And I think that's why I'm struggling with FPL, because I just don't care who's doing you're struggling because I'm You're struggling because I've got good at it. That's why you're struggling. But you know what's good about watching match of the day the following day? You just skip through all the analysis. You just fast forward to the footage. Yeah. It's great. Can I um, just say... There's a lot of like rustling from your end, and and it oh, sounds like either it sounds like you're in a badger set, and you know because you and I say this as a friend who adores you because you've got quite a rodenty face. Yeah, I, I do imagine you to be doing this in a kind of soil filled hole underneath someone's lawn. Is it that? Oh, is it that? There's a bit of that. Maybe well, it's just catching on because I haven't I haven't put the heating on. To, I've got a big puffer coat on. It could be that. Big puffer coat on. What sort? Is it like one of those main ones or spliffy? Uh, it's, a, it's a brand that's made by recycled plastic bottles because that's so am. Did you ever um, have any of like, like that rude boy wear? Did you ever have spliffy? No, I don't know what spliffy is. What? Oh, do you remember Spliffy? Hello at cpfpl.com. Spliffy was the sort of clothes you used to get down the market and they were oversized black denim with like someone smoking a spliff on the back. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, there yeah, was no, Spliffy. I never had Spliffy. I had uh, was Joe Nafco. Cool. Was Joe Cool a, a, a part of that? Uh, kind of. Eclipse. Uh, then there was like the big jeans you'd have that looked like they had like gun hole, bullet holes in. With like then the red denim behind to make it look like blood. Oh yeah, I never got into it. I mean, you no, asked the question. What did you think? I think I knew the answer, but I, I was, I was, you know what? It was a bit of a hail mary. I was hoping that you go. Oh, my granddad got me one for Christmas once, and my mum said I can't wear it because she thought I'd start smoking spliffed. <laughs> <laughs> Started doing crystal meth. Um, we've had a wonderful new feature come in. Go on then, Sean Harrison. Uh, it says, hello, lads. My feature is this. Each week you play the Declan Rice is Right. Um, so John or Matt would go on to Cameo or Memo and pick a number of footballers, past or present, and the cost of a video from each of them. And then you'd move on to a different footballer and Matt would have to say whether their cameos are more or less expensive. For example, is Sven Goran Eriksson higher or lower than the cost of a Paul Merson? That's a good game, right? So are you up for a game of the Declan Rice is right? Yes, I am, yeah. Uh, we're going to start with the aforementioned Paul Merson. And for okay. a bit of fun, I want you to tell me how much it would cost for a personalised video from Paul Merson. £85. £65. <sighs> okay. So that's where we begin. Okay. I'm going to ask you now if you think it's more or expense more expensive or less to receive a personalized video from Emil Heskey. 
less. And that's the end of this week's oh, The Declan Rice oh. is Right. I'd like to thank you for playing. Have you had a nice day? I've had a lovely day. I'll tell you what. Sorry, I panicked. Can we just play again and see if we can get a bit further? <laughs> All right. £96 for Emil Heskey. Jesus! What do you think of that? I, you know what? Because Merson's on telly all the time, I just thought his price point... I think he might have underpriced himself in the market anyway. So, yeah. Heskey, higher. £96. Okay. Ooh. We've mentioned Gabby Agbonlaw. We move on to another Aston Villa legend. Not my words. The words of the man himself, Lee Hendry. More expensive or less than Emil Heskey? Less. How much Less. Well, okay, so I'm right. So at you least are I, right. I, yeah. I do um, I would say twenty? I'd say he's about. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch him in a roundabout, Merson, sixty-five quid. It's a bargain. You want to hear from Lee Hendry? You can do for thirty-four pounds. <laughs> there you go. That's not bad, is it? Okay. Um, more, more. And let's move on now to former soccer player Phil King. What? Phil King. <laughs> Phil King, hell. Phil um, King. I think I've, I've inadvertently wandered into the Aston Villa. Um, I'm going to tell you now because I'm, I'm lower. He, he's thirteen pounds. Okay, great. I was uh, right. So, but we're going to keep on Lee Hendry because it's it's boring okay. otherwise. So yeah. uh, Lee Hendry was of course thirty four pounds. Yes. What about Neil Razor Ruddock? <sighs> Higher. He is higher. He's yes. £44. Still you know quite cheap. I was going to guess 45 Were you? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really deeply was. Bruce Grobelar. Higher or lower than £44? Higher. He's £61. <laughs> so it's this for the car. I knew if I got out of the group, I'd do well. It's a Vauxhall Nova. It's been dropped at the back. It's got the big bean tin style exhaust that I know you like. Um, we're on Bruce Grobelar. What did I say? He was 61? Mm-hmm. 61 pounds. Can you tell me whether he is more or less expensive than John Aldridge? I'd have pitched them at around a similar price. I don't think there's much in this. Mm-hmm. Now, with Aldridge, I'm thinking, got the island connection as well. I'm going to have to hurry you. Higher. Aldridge is higher. 65 quid. You're saying Aldridge is 65 pounds. He's not 65 pounds. But I'm saying he's higher. That's the crucial thing. Okay. Well, I can tell you, Matthew, that if you want to hear from John Aldridge, it's going to set you back a sweet, sweet 87 pounds. Good. In. Is higher. You win the car. Congratulations. And that concludes this week's. And I'm going to have to thank Sean Harrison again for a cracking game. The Declan Rice is right. John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. <laughs> no, even uh. more exciting than that. We are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery, and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called, uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So, we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Oh, man, I think it, I can't believe... 
This is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellers, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and another slice subscribers. And we might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. This is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer! As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20 and oh my God, Coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hells, a real quench boost. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer? It would be worse if it was called, like, 40. I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of me. Getting high on your own supply. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to taste it. Still top of the Comedians League, Joe Wilkinson. Let's be honest, everyone's rooting for him. He's only four points ahead of Russell Howard, who went behind last week. He scored 69 points. And a surprise addition to third, we've never mentioned him in the league before, Lloyd Griffith is now third. He scored 70 this week. He's a way off, but he's nudged ahead of the almost faultless, I'd say, if you're talking a triumvirate of people who've never really had a bad time, it's Russell Howard, Ian Sterling, and Sophie Ridge, who's now in fourth. God. She's consistently very good, isn't she? So good. So good. Osman having a better time than last year. Brooker, for someone who's played it so often, Alex Brooker, I'm amazed he's not top five. Because mm. he's got the intensity of a man that I think would be on spreadsheets and all sorts of things. And his team are doing well. So it's not like it's not like mm. having three Leeds or Forest players. You can you can just watch Arsenal and have a fairly good season because you know who's doing well for them. Yes, it is it, it's a slight, slight mystery. But hey guys, you know, as I'm sure we all say, that's FPL, don't we? Don't we all just Isn't get it? together and go, Oh my bloody fantasy team. You know what I like watching now is when you're watching um Soccer Saturday, final score, BT, whatever theirs is called. When they'd like a goal alert comes up, and if it's not a player you've got, you're like, "Oh, please let De Bruyne have got the assist, or please let Kane." Have, you know, it just it makes it so much more exciting. And you know what I love about it? It's free to play. We're all playing this mad free game. Mm. It's such a good invention. I really love it. Are you enjoying it now? You're winning more. Do you know what? I, I I've enjoyed it more this season anyway. I think partly because Forest are in the Premier League, and partly because yeah. I now partially understand the rules better than I did last year. But obviously, riding I. Riding, riding eye with the streets Joe in the Wil- sky. Joe Wilkinson's on nine hundred one point. Top of the fan league is Max Haley with uh, Darun Sandstorm. Um, Lovely, he's on nine hundred eighty points, so he'd be eighty points clear. Um, even tenth position, nine hundred forty-seven. Shane Morgan. Got to say this: not a single female listener in the top ten of the fan league. So come on, let's uh, let's have that sorted. Yeah, does that? Does that mean we're... I think it means we're misogynists. We're misogynists. I think so, yeah. I'll have to go Mastodon to check. Oh, I'm going to trend on Twitter again. That's you done, mate. And uh, did you see, actually, in his fan league, not a single female listener in the top ten? I'd be like, what? 
Me and John do it. Why, why isn't he trending? They're just like, oh, yeah. At least he asked for one. Yeah, you didn't even say anything. I want... I mean, it goes without saying that we want a diverse top ten. Max, Tom, Matthew, Ben, Rupert, Henry, Ian, Richard, Jonathan, Shane. What is this, the Tory front bench? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang your heads in shame. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hasn't it come to something, Mr. Speaker? When the comedians playing Fantasy Premier League podcast can't even find a single woman to put in its top ten. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all we've got time for. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you want to wrap up the podcast as Keir Starmer? Go on, then. That's all we've got time for this episode. We'll be back later on in the week with another. Thank you, John. Uh, Don't forget... Get with now on another slice.com. It's a subscription service where you can get extra episodes. You get current episodes earlier. And of course, you get early access to the tickets for the 11th of December. We've got four exclusive episodes on the platform already. And there's new monthly FPL prizes and exclusive World Cup content. Don't forget to email the show. Hello at cpfpl.com or on Instagram. Hit us up on all the socials. And Mr. Speaker, can the Prime Minister confirm that he will leave a five-star written review on iTunes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bye. Bye.